did I never tell you the 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 favorite cook my favorite cookies my mom used to make? No. Potato chip cookies. Hmm. Like what? Yeah, she used to make potato chip cookies. It would be like I don't remember what kind of like the the the, the dough it would be, but she basically put a bag of Lay's potato chips inside of it and crush them all up and mix it all together, bake them, and then douse them in powdered sugar. They were fantastic. I'll take I your word for it. Yeah, I, I'll take your word for it uh, because there's no, there's <laughs> zero chance uh, that I will uh, that I'm going to try a, a Lay's chip infused cookie of any sort. You didn't, I know what cookies to make next year. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I know what the geese behind our house are going to be eating next year. Um, <laughs> Welcome to Brose, the podcast for those who drink rose. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in rose. On an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everyone. On an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And on an audio feed reporting live from the seasonal aisle at your local CVS, it's Mr. Tim Hansen. Hey, guys. How's it going, everyone? Going good. There's so much leftover Easter candy. I can't get rid of this shit fast. It's still be on Halloween. Some at CBS. <laughs> still working on those old, like uh, those super dark uh, Milky Way ones. Oh yeah, oh, the, the, mid, the midnight Milky Ways. The, my favorite Milky Way. Is they're good. I'm, I'm they're taking. Quality. I'm taking a turn on dark chocolate. Like I used to hate it, and mm. now lately I'm. Yeah, more and more into it. You know what it is? Because you're becoming an adult. You're an adult. You don't, you guess, don't need, you don't need all that your sweetness taste buds of the milk are chocolate. You, need, you just want the, the, that, that slight, slight sweetness, the semi-sweetness of dark chocolate. That's the way to go. Yeah, I guess. I guess. But Reese's now has a big cup with potato chips in it. Um, What? That's they have like You know how they have the big cup with the Reese's Pieces in it? They now have a big cup with potato chips in it. So it's peanut butter and potato chips inside a Reese big cup. Fucking why? Sounds gross. It's shockingly, it's shockingly good. Aren't we at... Isn't there a war in this world? Don't we have other problems we can address before we get to the Reese's with potato chips? Like, so I just love Sean's response. Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah. Like, first of all, I never knew... that this, Was this a thing people were clamoring for? I have no. Like the Reese's I Pieces thing, like it. I get it. You, you double down on synergy, sure, but like, I don't know. You already have sweet and salty with I, the peanut butter and the chocolate. You just need more salty with the potato chips. I, it's, it's like they took the chocolate covered potato chip and decided, nah, you know, it'll make this better. Peanut butter. Was, hold on. There was a pe- there was a chocolate covered potato chip to take. That was an idea yeah, that existed a, before yeah. this. That's people have done that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that went. That was like a seasonal thing for like a few years within the last I decade. Welcome to the award-winning Brose podcast, available on all major podcasting platforms. The premise of our show is that we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything, and we do it while enjoying a delicious glass of wine or otherwise. So, if you have a question that you would like us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail That's brosequestions at gmail. Dot com. But first, let's get to what we are drinking tonight. Uh, Rich Sweeten, let's start with you. What are you drinking? I'm uh, finishing up a little bit of the, the Pale Rosé by Sasha Lynchin. Um, it is, it is, it's decent. I like it. It is a nice sipping wine, at least. It's, I don't know. I don't think it would be a wine that I would want to down and, and, and drink a full bottle of for a night. But I do like having a couple of sips here and there with it. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. Okay, Tim Hansen, you had a fun-looking bottle over there. What, what are you drinking? Uh, I was drinking Black Cat Riesling. It is a 2022 Riesling. It's very good in a very, uh, very unique cat-shaped bottle that comes in a variety of colors, but most notably black is the original. Uh, but I ran out, so I am now drinking Bamboo and Coke. Bamboo is a delicious banana rum. 
Uh, I hate banana flavored things. This shit's delicious. Mm. Um, but the wine, the wine was also very good. Sean, what are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking Herman J. Weimer Vineyards Dry Rosé, and it was not good. And so I'm not drinking it anymore. Uh, I'm just going <laughs> to take this one off on that one because it just was not up to snuff. There's oh, no yeah. reason. I'm, I'm too old at this point to to invest that much time into something that's yeah. not good. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, I'll come back to it and I'll finish it eventually, but I don't need to power through a full bottle of it. <laughs> Yeah. Today, <laughs> like my, my brother's it. philosophy on it. it's why he doesn't do any of those uh, savage races anymore. He's like, well, they suck. Like they're hard <laughs> to do and they hurt. So why would I do it? <laughs> He's like, yeah. I'm an adult now. So it's accurate. Fair. It's understandable. Uh, uh, I am. I am not drinking. Uh, as I said, we're, my 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 daughter uh, may be awake anytime between the next thirty and ninety minutes for food. Uh, so I am keeping it, keeping it casual with a can of Dr. Pepper zero. Now I'm not drinking the dark berry, uh, berry current, uh, mixture, uh, specialty Jurassic park. Wow. The dinosaurs are out again. Bleh flavor of, of soda. Uh, I'm just having the regular old Dr. Pepper zero and it is good because Dr. Pepper zero and Dr. Pe- Diet Dr. Pepper are delicious. So that's all I'm going to say obviously, about that. Obviously you haven't. Obviously, you haven't seen the last Jurassic Park movie. They're not out again. Oh, no. Dinosaurs just now roam the world. Uh, (laughs) They they got out from somewhere then because the dinosaurs don't belong out in the world. They belong in the ground. The the last movie. (laughs) Dead with no muscles. They belong in my car. They Noah's art the dinosaurs all off off of Isla Nublar because that was blowing up from a volcano. And then Chris Pratt freed them into the United States. Mm, okay. Yes. Yeah, well, they, they do have the right to be there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, do they? Yeah. It's a free free country and all. Blah blah blah. Uh, Sean, you have our next round of questions in front of you, correct? I do. All right, brosequestions at gmail dot com. If you want your question answered on the air, but what's first? Our first question is elephant, rhinoceros. Or hippopotamus. Hippo. Hippo. I'm going off the board. I went the hip hopopotamus. Hippopotamus. Yeah. I hear his rhythms are bottomless. <laughs> yeah. uh, his rhymes are so potent that in this small segment, he made all the ladies in the area pregnant. <laughs> yeah, sometimes his lyrics wow. are sexist, but his lo- those lovely bitches and hoes should know that he's trying to correct this. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess a, I guess a hippo. No, an elephant. Elephants are cool. Elephants are cool. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm creatures. gonna go elephant also because I have like when I was young and like too young to hear this. I, I I heard that hippopotamus are like maybe one of the the if not the most deadly animals in Africa. Really accurate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They have like they're re- they're incredibly territorial and can like sever you in two with their jaws and mm. so i heard that when i was too young and so i'm like i have this like distrust of hippos like distrust. they're so there's there's so, they're, so they're just gonna cute. kill you <laughs> well no but they look so cute like they look like Fair. a child's version of an animal like you're like make up an animal and it'd be fat mm. and with the, like <laughs> the little ears that just yeah, wiggle they made a whole game about how hilarious it is that they eat so much <laughs> They so do. that that Look at raises these big dopey another hippos just eating these peg pebbles. <laughs> that raises another question to this question: How are we all tackling our answers for this question? Because I'm choosing which one would win in a fight, and it's a hippo. It's always about violence with you. I just want the one that is, <laughs> is I just want the one that I can ride into a, a ride into Agrabah on, and then win the hand of Princess Jasmine. Yes, okay, that's okay. a that's a good point. I was yeah. just I would which one would I rather be my friend, and it was an elephant. <laughs> Elephant is a good one for for friend. Yes, elephant is seems a good one. Seems more friend. docile than the other two. I went for hippo because I recently saw the uh, the the clip of Oscar Isaac on Jimmy Kimmel's show. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Kimmel, yeah, uh, not Jimmy Kimmel. Fallon. Is it the funny know. one or the not somebody funny show? One? <laughs> the funny okay, one. That's the Kimmel. Okay, whatever. Uh, and he t- 
he he plays a song on guitar and it's just the hippopotamus song and it is really funny to listen to not because of the content just like his delivery and it's like he's really into his like hippopotamus and that's like it he just keeps saying hippopotamus that's it uh but also because this week i learned that hippos can't actually swim no yeah they, they don't swim they walk on the bottom of the water and then they push themselves up and use uh, essentially their just inherent buoyancy to float to the top. Mm-hmm. And they just hold their breath for a really fucking long time. Yeah. Hmm. They can't swim. Hippos, man, they're awesome. Why do you think I beeline to them whenever I go to the aquarium? You mean the zoo? I don't know. <laughs> no, the aquarium. I've never seen a hippo in an aquarium. You've never been to the Adventure Aquarium in Camden, then? Uh, and only one of these animals has ever had a Christmas song written about them. That's true. Mm-hmm. It's huge. We're not talking about Dominic Marth- the donkey right now. No, no. Martha's favorite. <laughs> yeah. Not Dominic, obviously. Yeah, Dominic the donkey song is a fucking abomination. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I don't even classify it as a Christmas song. That's a stone cold, like American standard classic. It's, it slaps. Yeah. It's, it slaps. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Slaps the face of God. It's an abomination. Uh, Sean, what's next? <laughs> Think about your favorite high school teacher. What do you really remember from that class? All right, here we go. I got this one unlocked. So, uh, so Miss Ellis's U.S. history class at the very last project that we did uh, was just we had to dress up. Uh, we had a class party, but we had to dress up as a historical figure from uh, the period of time that we discuss in U.S. history, and we had to bring a, a and we got extra credit if we brought a food item for the party that matched what we, uh, that matched what we, uh, what we dressed up as. And so uh, if I recall correctly, I went to class as William Jennings, Bryan, and I brought monkey bread for the scopes monkey trial. Uh, <laughs> a plus. <laughs> nice. Uh, it was a great class. Very, it was a great and very engaging, uh, very engaging teacher. And uh, just about a period of history and uh, about, uh, you know, just, just something I was very interested in. What about you guys? I I think I'd have to go with uh, probably, it was Miss Bouchard, I believe. Yeah, Miss Bouchard, she was my 11th grade English teacher. Um, and she, she's probably my favorite teacher because she... The A, the demand on homework and such wasn't very high, and she was also one of those teachers of understanding that, like, not all kids really care to read and shit, and so, like, there wasn't a lot of forced reading. Like, we still needed to read and read what we needed to get through, but, like, I did my best in that class, ever, in any of my English classes, because she understood, like, the needs of other students, especially when it came to stuff like like we didn't read boring books we didn't read stupid books we read like actually interesting books in her class and stuff all right solid how about you sean um hmm i don't know i liked so many of my teachers in high school i don't know that i had like a favorite favorite but i I'll go with my my English teacher, Miss Posey, because it was in her class that I decided I was going to major in English in college. So I guess that'll be my favorite for right now. Um, But I remember like we made a we we had to take a scene from Hamlet and then make a video of it in like however you wanted to. Uh, We made a music video. uh, And other people made other stuff, but like. I also remember one time she asked us to turn off the lights. And so I took the copy of whatever book we were reading and just threw them at the light switch and turned off the lights for the entire room. And I felt so cool. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have my book then, but I was like, so (laughs) bad. (laughs) (laughs) Worth it. Uh, Tim, high school teacher. uh, What do you remember? I'm kind of stuck between two um, and for similar reasons, but completely different personalities. Uh, Similar reason being English and history were my two classes that didn't come naturally to me. Like, obviously, I speak English, but 
that's that's not the point of the class. Um, so, and if I was doing well, I would always just kind of like skate on the fact that like, ah, this is fine. I get this. I'm good at this. And uh, neither teacher let me get away with that bullshit. Mm. It would just constantly call me on it. Whereas every other teacher at CFS just kind of was like, hey, you're doing fine. I don't care for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, but so because those two classes were not just relatively easy for me and both teachers made it interesting in their own unique way. So like my English teacher, uh, Mr. Stout, very interesting character, very interesting life, like had a literal book of his life. Who knows how much of it was actually true article from surviving a train crash and then helping people get out of the train crash used to work in like an animal testing facility, supposedly. Um, but just like all those things, but it taught me how to write, how, how to do like a legitimate research paper from ninth grade on. And somehow he was, he's like, Oh, I only do seventh, eighth and ninth grade. And then suddenly it's like, well, now I do ninth and 10th grade. Oh, never mind. I do all of the years now. So it's just like, he was just always my English teacher. So getting to college and everyone else is like, I don't really know how to do citations and shit. And it's just like, Oh, I do. This is cakewalk. Like I know how to do, taught me how to work with my, the way I process things to approach writing an entire 12 page paper. Like it was nothing, but also do it right and do it well. And it not just sound like a bunch of bullshit on paper. Mm-hmm. And then the history teacher, uh, Mr. Keslick, vertically challenged Marine uh, had him from seventh grade and then eighth grade. And then my senior year, we had an evolution of warfare class that uh, was an elective that he taught made history interesting and like, didn't just explain to you what happened, but put you in, especially in the evolution of warfare, put you in that thought process of like, why do you think we, that this was the approach in this battle? And, why do you think this was effective? And also taught me Latin to some extent, so we could figure out the origins of certain weapon names and this, that, and the other thing. But like, but he also taught us how to iron our shirts. We got extra credits if we came in and our shoes were shiny enough to see your reflection mm. and like shit like that. And, and like the class, they made the classes interesting. Taught me a lot of things that were like good book wise but also taught me things that developed me as a person and my character and my preparedness for going out into the world so i just thought that was That's awesome. huge get to build that business acumen yeah. mm-hmm. professional yeah, acumen uh any other teachers uh i had one he was uh mr kraus i think he was a uh sophomore junior and senior year i had him he did uh, electronics, so I actually he taught me how to solder and build like electronics from scratch, basically, um, as well as I did I took uh, a year of architectural design just because I wanted product design, but he didn't teach that cl- that class had never been taught anymore, so I took that one instead. Um, he was a teacher that like would help the kids make sure they learned and did things properly when it came to electronics, but also made sure they knew like rules in general of like, Oh, well you shouldn't have gotten in trouble for that thing that you got in trouble for. Or, uh, he actually got suspended from teaching the head, the, the, the second half of my senior year because he, the, the school was having a lot of renovations and reconstruction done throughout like during the year. And so he's telling the kids, like, you know, uh, you could get away with, like, taking an extra day because of the dust and because of the the dander and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And, like, I think he even, like, found information for kids that ended up, like, they suspended him because he was telling them, yes, you can miss extra school this year because of the construction, um, if it's especially if it's bothering you. And, like, it seemed more of... Uh, like he kind of cared more for the students than the administration did when it came to potential health issues, but also just, he was a chill teacher and he taught me how to make a speaker, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good shit, man. Sick. Yeah. I made, I made a, 
Hmm? I made a phone that I could actually call people on, oh, but I don't cool. have a landline anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's a relic. It's a cool relic. Uh, what's yeah. next, John? Uh, this is from Brian Everett. What is your biggest concern these days? Hmm. It's a lot. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Uh. <sighs> I mean, the most pressing one is going into the survival mode here is just making sure that, like, you know, just making sure that my daughter is healthy and growing at the rate that she's supposed to be going. Um, and then after that is, like, I don't know, climate change. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably the next on my list. Uh, work, work's been a little bit crazy the last couple of weeks. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's just it's caring for my daughter. It's just making sure that she's okay and she's healthy and safe and happy and developing and she's living, you know, as fulfilling a life as, as somebody who's six and a half weeks old can be living. Uh, so that, that's the biggest one. Uh, and then looking out for me and my wife, make sure that we're, we're both hanging in there uh, throughout these first couple of weeks and making sure that we're not uh, going crazy in any way. So uh, and then global warming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? Uh, am am I gonna have a job next week? Mm. Um, Why are you quitting? Because because that would that'd be that'd be, an, that'd be an easy way to not have a job anymore. <laughs> and you, you probably, actually solve a lot of uncertainty. To, <laughs> I'm getting close to it, but no, it's more of uh, my company is keeps overloading me more and more and more with work. And less and less and less with proper training on how to complete these tasks. And as I explain to them that I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to these tasks because I have not been shown or trained properly or understand properly what I'm supposed to be doing, they're just, we'll, we'll just do it. And all right, we'll work on it. And then we never work on it. And then the tasks don't get done. So I'm constantly in this state of what do I do? How do I do this? You need to show me. And then they don't show me, and then I'll get lectured or something from somebody that I did something wrong, but they won't show me the right way to do it. And so I'm in this constant state of, am I just going to get let go soon? Because I'm not doing the job I'm supposed to be doing, but that's because they're not teaching me how to do it. For, for anyone who's just uh, joining the podcast in the last couple of episodes of my own whole story, Rich is actually a heart surgeon. So yeah, uh, exactly. this is a remarkable amount of feedback yeah. that you've been getting without being let go. Yeah, yeah. It's the, I, 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 I put a dog's heart in a human the other day, mm. and like I didn't know that that was wrong. Mm. So it's like George Costanza was like, I, "Was that bad? Should I not have done yeah. that?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The other day, like I looked away and I heard a little drip, and like I looked in, and it looked like a piece of chocolate just kept going into the chest cavity, mm. but I just left it there. Mm. Tim, do you get, get those? Do you get those references, Tim? Tim? No. No, good. Okay. Yeah, George, George Costanza's <laughs> character on the TV show Seinfeld, the candy drop thing, happened on an episode of Seinfeld where they were watching a surgery. Number one yeah. comedy of the nineties. Oh, I've seen that clip. Yeah. Number one. Number one <laughs> I've nine. seen yeah. that. Yeah, you've seen that. Clip? Oh, I know that. Mm. Not the show, obviously, because I, it's just not good. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would think that too if I was judging it based off of like what gifts. What are you, 12? <laughs> oh, oh, that's my really controversial opinion, that Seinfeld is terrible. Yeah. They say controversial, uh, not like objectively stupid. <laughs> uh, Tim, uh, what the fuck were we talking about? Uh, what's concerning you right now? Because I know what's concerning uh, me all- right now, and there's nothing you can do to address it. <laughs> uh, also work. So I officially accepted my offer um, as of the time of this recording. Uh, almost 60 days ago mm. uh, for my new position. And then I was told that I would finish training my replacement by April 1st and then start my new position. And as of this recording, I've only really been in my new position a week kind of which is already four weeks after that april 1st date and um the person who's supposed to be training is uh not necessarily available to train me so uh yeah similar to rich's thing is that the expectation is i'm doing all these things and getting them done but i 
can't because I don't know how. Like, well, you've quality experience, you've manager experience. It's like, yeah, cool. I can handle if my people call out and whatnot. Fine. But if you have a legitimate quality concern, because all of our dark documentation is garbage, I don't know if that's good or bad. I think it looks like shit, but half the times things that look terrible, it's like, well, this is why it's acceptable and within our contracts of like, okay. But I need someone to tell me that and show me those things and expand upon the things that aren't actually in documentation for me to be able to use as reference material. So, um, yeah, not, not, not great. Kind of hard to lead a ship if I, uh, am blind as fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah. Those of us, uh, just listening to the podcast for the first time, Tim's a sea captain. <laughs> Yar. Yar, baby. He's not pirate, he's captain. Por que no los dos? Yeah. <laughs> For sure, <laughs> these people like sail barges through the Panama Canal. Like they're not like seizing; they're not seizing plunder. <laughs> I don't know. But do you've they heard of me. <laughs> do, do they sail barges through canals, or do they get them stuck in canals? It's, I mean, mm. I've been seeing more and more that ships are getting stuck in canals. More and more. You know, one time <laughs> you see it more and more. <laughs> Actually, it I mean, happened. That is, it happened. That, that is more than happened, happened. I think ten years ago. I guess. <laughs> I I, I I recall seeing on the news that that same company that got stuck in the Suez Canal got another ship stuck in another canal within the past like couple months, but it was a lot easier to to, to get them out. Mm. Or no, it wasn't in a canal; it was like in a port entrance. Mm. At, but it's in a spot that like it doesn't. That's halt not traffic, even the same. Mm. It's not it even the same anymore. Yeah, that's just uh, <laughs> comparing apples and hand grenades now. Like, what the hell? Mm. It's still incidentally a, a hand grenade is what they somewhere. used to get the ship out. Uh, Sean should have said pineapple and hand grenade. Ooh, I like pineapple. Uh, Sean, what are you concerned about right now? Um, you know, I mean, the normal stuff, making sure that Jake and Alice are in good, like, in good places, and that. My my wife and I are both in a good place, and uh, I think. But like beyond that, I think uh, my biggest concern right now is we are going on vacation in August, and just getting all the preparations ready for that because it's gonna we're gonna go away for a week, so we have to uh, figure out how we're gonna like handle getting there. If we're going to get a new car in the meantime, between now and then, mm. or uh, like, what are we going to do with the dogs? All this kind of stuff. So it's just uh, that's mainly the thing I'm concerned about right now. It's just like making sure that we have all everything in place so that we can uh, have the best time in ah. for that week that we're away. Yeah, where you, and then global warming. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 we're going to the Outer Banks. Oh, nice, nice. OBX. Yep. You know, you know, beach you're going to. I do not. Or town, uh, yeah. My brother set it up, uh, so I just have to give money and then. Yeah, I get to yeah. Go. You gonna go to one of those fancy beaches like a Corolla or Duck or a Kitty Hawk? Mm-hmm. One of those, those really nice ones, right up near the uh, right near the top. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is that you realize when you get down to the Outer Banks, it's like it's a full hour and a half to, or, or more than that, really, to drive like the full length of the banks. <laughs> like it's just a single strip of land, but it's like there's only one road, so it's, it's impossible to go any faster than that. <laughs> but my uh, wonderful time. My dad, when I went to the Outer Banks with my family, my dad uh, had his mom fly up from Tennessee uh, while we were there, so he drove into the Outer Banks on Saturday. Or like Sunday, on Tuesday his mom flew in, so he had to drive down the island and around to the airport, mm. and then back around an hour and a half each way, and then had to bring her back on like Friday. Mm. He was just like, "I'm never doing that again, <laughs> never." Yeah. It's a lot of driving. Uh, yeah. 
also the, the not the last time I was there, but the second to last time I was down there, uh, this is pre podcast is almost a year before we started doing the podcast, uh, went down with, uh, my, my wife who was then my fiance, her family, her parents, and then like almost everyone on my mom's side of the family, which is a recipe for chaos in, in a normal week. And then on overnight Wednesday, going into Thursday of that week, uh, they were doing construction on one part of the Island. And one of the contractors drilled into a transformer and knocked out power for the entire island for like two <laughs> weeks. Um, yeah. Like they and and so we just didn't have power. Like we just had to like drink all the beer and eat all the food and everything in like the span of twenty four to forty eight hours before we had to leave. Uh, it was it was crazy. It was fun because uh, we still had, like, the pool still worked, but. <laughs> you know, just can't, it just absolutely. Oh chaos. no, we have to drink all the beer. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, what a tragedy. Yeah. yeah. In in uh, 2019, my my family went back down. I didn't go, but everyone else did. And uh, yeah, they had to uh, they had to leave after two days because of uh, a hurricane. Mm-hmm. That will happen. Anyway, Sean, have a great time. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Banks. <laughs> Sounds like it's gonna be a blast. Uh, <laughs> It's gonna be great, uh, but yeah, yeah. The, the outer the, banks is great. The other nice thing about the outer banks is um, this is a hint for both Sean and for anybody perspective going down the outer banks. My wife and I just did this in August, uh, which is that the weather differs enough during the uh, in different cities in the outer banks to where if you're like, let's say you're in Avon and uh, you look at the weather and like, oh god, it's gonna suck today. Well, guess what? You drive thirty minutes north, completely different weather outlook for that day. So if you decide, oh, I want to go to to a different beach, I'm going to go to the Montero Beach instead. Guess what? It might be sunny there, and then you're good. You, oh, there's always a beach day at the Outer Banks, unless there's <laughs> a hurricane. Um, so, uh, any other concerns, guys? Nope. Nope. All right, then. What's next, Sean? When was the last time you bought new underwear? January. Um, mm. so last time I brought compression shorts for like running was not too long ago. Um, other underwear has been very, like an, an embarrassingly long time, <laughs> uh, otherwise. So, yeah. So over the last year, I've probably bought a lot uh, cause I've <laughs> which sounds weird. I've been trying out. Because like, <laughs> because prior better, blows through them. Prior to last year, I was very much like Matt. Like it's been a very long time. I'm just using and abusing the fuck out of this underwear. Mm-hmm. Uh, so f- everything finally falling apart and requiring actual new underwear. It's mm-hmm. like, all right, is there anything? What what's new in the underwear world that could potentially be very comfortable? And someone some had recommended drawers here. Yeah, someone had recommended uh, Separatech, which uh, is supposed to separate your boys and your meat yeah. from everything else, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it was fine. Uh, and then I was like, well, th- this pouch you described is more so just a suggestion and not actually a pouch, but that sounds like a great idea. Let's see what else we got. So I've tried a bunch of different kinds of underwears that have uh, p- pouches. Uh, and honestly, they're fucking great. <laughs> like I, I, I was like boxer briefs. These are great. These are very comfortable. But I, I'm, I'm sweaty, bro. So like, would appreciate something that helps. Mm-hmm. And it has been a fucking game changer. All right. Like, oh my god. No, I mean I wouldn't recommend Separatech to anyone. But okay. Uh, sheath. Is one company that's on Amazon that makes pretty good ones. Hanes has a couple different designs that are pretty good. Like, I'm just recommending underwear, recommending underwear with pouches. Like, get at it. Pouches, the official <laughs> underpants of the Brose podcast. Uh, Rich, when was the last time you bought new underwear? Uh, so in the past year, I think I've bought maybe four packs of underwear. But I can't remember when the last time I bought a pack of underwear was. Right. Probably within the last six months. Because ever since uh, this this douchebag of a dog moved in and started eating the crotchular area of my underwear out of my hamper. You say crotch. Um, crotchular. Yeah. <laughs> the crotchular. I, I, uh, I he's adding extra syllables to draw attention to the fact that he started eating out your balls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, 
Not my balls, no, but no. where my balls lay. No, I, heard, um, I heard what you said. Please continue. <laughs> but, like, I literally, in, like, the first six months, I bought two packs of underwear, if not three. And so then after that, I, like, I now, when I put my underwear, like, in the hamper or in the, in the basket, I make sure to put it underneath stuff so he doesn't get to it. Mm. So it's it's been a while since he's since we've had an incident where he ate my underwear, but mm. it's within the past year I've bought a bunch. I just can't remember when the last time was. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably should buy more often than I do. I think the problem is that like I I had I had somehow accumulated a lot, and so there was a decent rotation, and so I'm not wearing through uh, as 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 frequently as you would think because it's just. You know, every, every, everybody gets a, it's a deep rotation, deep pull. Uh, so mm-hmm. anyway, I think that's enough uh, chatter about that for me. Uh, <laughs> anyone else have any any opinions I, on this? Uh, no, I can. All right. I can say it might have been around November ish that I last bought it <laughs> just because. And I know this maybe because uh, I had just purchased some underwear and worn it all mm-hmm. and wasn't able to do laundry for a week because I had people who do la- who put laundry in on Monday and don't take it out until the following Monday. Mm-hmm. And so I had no clean underwear mm-hmm. and they were like, well, go buy some. I'm like, I just fucking did. All roads lead back to the same destination. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Getting rid of your roommates. Yes. Uh, yeah. Sean was next. What was the last thing you made? <clears throat> Uh, well, I'm marinating uh, uh, some French toast for a French toast bake that we're making for breakfast meal prep next week. It was great. Chopped ooh. up some some cinnamon toast bread, uh, whole wheat cinnamon toast bread, uh, mixed it with some some uh, egg mixture and some fruit. And it's currently sitting and marinating now. And then tomorrow morning, I pull it out, put it in the oven, bake it. Boom. Breakfast for the week. Done. Nice. Um, I made a grilled chicken fingers um because i had a pack a family pack of chicken breasts that uh needed to be cooked by today and so i just cooked it off today tim what's the last thing you made and go off food too, uh, if it is not a food item i was trying to think of not food because food's just whatever i made for dinner which is uh lamb chops and mashed potatoes mm. Ooh, nice. That is tasty. Very tasty. I've never I've never cooked lamb before, so that was the first, and it went very well. Uh, yeah, I'll just go with that because I can't <laughs> think of making anything else at this point, yeah. except some some real sweet spreadsheets. Boom! Yeah, spreadsheets, mm-hmm. baby. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Made a sweet ass report at work a couple weeks ago. It was awesome. Uh, Sean was the last thing you made. Well, I made dinner tonight. It was just pasta. It was boring. Mm-hmm. But uh, last like big thing I made was really it was a, I helped make a baby. Sure. Well, yeah. <laughs> it was the last like real big thing I did. Mm. Yeah, making a baby is a big one. I'm yeah. put that on my recent achievements. Um, <laughs> you should. Recent recent creations. Add it to your resume. Yeah. Add it to your resume. Top line of my CV. Yeah. Co-creator. Yeah. <laughs> Co- yeah, co-creator, <laughs> co-producer. Yeah, relevant skills, sex. Um, yeah, giggity. Yeah, creating and procreation. Um, boy, is there anything else? Another food item uh, aside from that that I've created? I wrote a song like six months ago, uh, so I created that. But yeah, not really. That's not a tangible thing. Like I didn't build. I didn't, there were no sheds built. I didn't go build a shed. Didn't do it. Um, years ago, I made, uh, chalkboard cheese boards for my wife. That was fun. Uh, got the, uh, got the old sander out and made different size cheese boards and got the, like the aerosol spray, uh, like chalkboard thing and, uh, chalkboard cheese boards. They're really big and thick and unwieldy. Did not do a good <laughs> job of thinning out the, the wood, but, uh, but they, they look cool because you can draw them that way you can put a cheese out on it. And then it's like, this is Brie. Brie and we we're like great this will be awesome for parties and then three months later there was a pandemic 
<laughs> Boom. No parties. Yeah, no parties. No more. This has been sitting in our garage for two and a half years. Uh, any other creations, guys, or shall we move on? Yeah, let's go. go All right, what's next, Sean? Rowan University's president grows a bunch of hot peppers to make hot sauces, which he then sells for student scholarships. What would you grow? That's from Brian Everett. Probably that, I guess. Uh, what would I grow to, to help student scholarships or to, to, to sell? Hmm. I don't work teammate who made, who like made his own pickles. Like one of the, the the executives that I knew was like that was a side gig was selling pickles. I think that'd be pretty cool. Like you don't grow, but like you know pickling pickling the cucumbers and everything like that. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if if you like pickles, <laughs> I, I um I know I know you're not gonna come to me right now and say that you don't like pickles. <laughs> I'm not a fan of pickles. Mm, God. Jeez. You're fired. Well, unfortunately, guys, that's our time. Uh, we're going <laughs> to have to step off the air and hash out some stuff here. Um, but the pickle, I, pickles would be... I think that would be my thing. I do not have a green thumb. Uh, we tried the green... We tried uh, growing vegetables in the back. Uh, and I either don't have the attentiveness or the, the skill to keep them from getting uh, consumed by bugs... Uh, to keep them from getting uh, eaten out by by certain wildlife, uh, or to keep the vine from the tomatoes, or no, what was it? Um, one of them, I think it was the cucumbers. Like one of them is an invasive is an invasive species too, and so like I think the cucumber choked out some of the other plants. Uh, <laughs> Very didn't, nice. Didn't realize that. So uh, so yeah. So I think I would keep it simple and just be like, okay, all cucumbers then, and we'll just pickle them, and I'll do pickles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, uh, like a pico, uh, so like make tomatoes and or grow tomatoes and um, uh, I don't really know what else. Uh, tomatoes and so if I chilies can, and onions. onions. Yeah, and 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 uh, whatever the greens are that goes into is that cilantro. If I can grow cilantro, it's try probably that. cilantro. Just make some homemade pico. Be good that'd, be, that'd be pretty good. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be. I don't think it'd be too hard either. Some pico de gallo, mm-hmm. or pico de sopo for Sean because he doesn't. Hell yeah, doesn't like cilantro. Mm. Same pico. Pico chu de gallo. <laughs> oh, pico chu like Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Ha. Like the Digimon. <laughs> like the Digimon Pikachu, yeah. Okay. Digimon okay, Digital my, Mexican my Foods. Uh, <laughs> Tim, what would you grow for student scholarships? Was that what it was? What would I grow? Grow and what would or I grow? make. Like he grows. Yeah, that. Uh, sorry, I was looking up the hot sauces and seeing how I can buy them. And it's like behind a Rowan University login, which I am too fucking lazy to come up with some horse shit for that. <laughs> Um, what would I grow? That is do do almonds grow on like bushes or trees? How do almonds grow? They're not. Think they they're the ground? trees. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. For some reason, I think they're out of the ground. But God, fuck, fuck, fuck me if I know. Um. They're trees. Okay. They're, 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 they're the nuts of a tree. Five to 12 years to start producing? Fuck, never mind. <laughs> I could be dead by um, then. <laughs> I could... <laughs> Listen. Never mind. <laughs> um, honestly, probably apples. I was going to say apples. Mm, Make some on. cider. Mm, yeah. Cider. I'm thinking making cider, making apple pies, and honestly, just finally having regular access to the one kind of apple I actually like. Mm. What's the one kind of apple? Uh, Fuji. Fuji's good. Okay. Fuji's solid. You make one of those hybrid apples, like the pizzazz apples or the Honeycrisp? I mean, I haven't tried most of them, but the problem, problem I've always had, even since I was little, is like biting into an apple hurts my teeth. Or like tears my gums apart and always has, which is why I like I just 
always hated eating apples. Mm. I was like, is this not painful for everyone else? And they're like, no. And I was like, you know, a nice squishy apple, like a red delicious. No, no, red delicious is, is a terrible. Oh, I know they're awful, gross. but they're squishy. <laughs> that, not, not, really, not squishy enough. But Fuji's are normally like a little softer, and it's like this is not tearing my face apart. So I will enjoy this. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anything else you guys would grow for the betterment of the student community? I'll grow lemons and make lemonade. Ah, uh, yeah. For the. Just the literacy of it. Yeah. Sweet oh, wait, lemonade. You can, le- you can give them lemonade and be like, and here's a life lesson for you, too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thanks, mister. <laughs> uh, what's next, Sean? Besides video games, what do you remember as being the most fun as a little kid? Well, see, it, it, I would say... Anytime I got to go to like any place with like a play gym as like a little kid was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like a- any like those Discovery Zone, you know. I was just going to say Discovery Zone. Know, the leaps and bounds, you know, Playland kind of stuff. That was the the fun stuff. Like you, you exert that whole, you know, natural kid energy as you're plowing through the, uh, the, the tubes and everything like that. You get to play in the ball pit. Uh, that was the fun stuff, man. That was like a pure childlike wonder in, you know, a little tube. And even at like the shore, like I enjoyed going to the beach as a kid, but there were, there were those um, amusement park attractions that were just like mini legends of the hidden temple courses with like the, like the Raiders thing with like the, the rope course and you climb up it and you run across the bridge and all that good stuff. And it's like, it just lets that kid energy out of you. Toads. Mm hmm. How about you, Sean? What's uh, something that you remember fondly or you remember was the most fun as a kid? Um, I loved riding bikes because I felt like it was so I felt so like old. Like I was like, I'm a big kid because I would ride my bike to my friend's house. <laughs> and so I so I think riding bikes is, and it's just like so freeing and you're going so fast. It's amazing. Not a care in the mm. world. <laughs> there's no thoughts like i could get hit by a car at any given time been there done that don't recommend (laughs) yeah don't want to do that Mm. tim uh i'd say rollerblading for pretty much all of the same reasons sean just said about riding a bike Hmm. strong one strong one how about you rich um probably just transforming my transformers really just transforming them it wasn't really playing with them but i just loved and it might have been a little bit of the fidget aspect to being able to change them and then change them back and whatnot um that's that's really if if i wasn't playing video games i was just playing with those toys i hated being outside as a kid hated it so I wouldn't go out if I didn't have to. Except for when playing baseball. Those little marble courses were fun too. I love doing those. Like set mm-hmm. up the whole marble course, just drop one in. It was like it was like dominoes but less messy. Yeah. 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 My uh my grandfather always had a bunch of those at his house. So like me and my brother would always just be playing with those the entire time. Uh anything else you guys remember finally from your childhood? No. Uh, in a similar vein to the Transformer stuff, my Power Ranger Megazord things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost the same. Yeah. 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 Playing basketball. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Sean. No, I was just I was gonna say no, so I'm glad that you had something to add. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, you know, basketball. The, the sports as a kid, it's so pure. You're just you're figuring out how everything works still, but you're just like, yo, I'm 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 just like Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, what is next, Sean? Uh, do you have anything in your online shopping cart right now? Uh, not anymore. I just cashed out my online shopping cart earlier today, uh, for my wife's birthday slash mother's day. Don't tell her. Um, 
But no, I don't have anything else right now. I have a couple bottles of hot sauce. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Nice. Uh, No, I I don't have anything. I don't. I'm not someone to add to my cart and not buy it right away. Like if it's added, it's bought. So I have a bunch of stuff on my wish list, but I have nothing on my in my carts. Anything in your cart, Sean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have some reading glasses and a book Woody Allen's autobiography which was what I was going to buy my dad for his birthday but I think I ended up going with something else Mm. or I bought both of these things from somewhere else (laughs) (laughs) but that's what's in my car right now alright interesting interesting Rich what's on your wish list if there's nothing in your cart oh all sorts of things man Um, I don't know I don't even know what's in my wish list Mm hmm because uh, I don't look at it ever. All sorts of stuff. It's just my- yeah. myriad items. Let's see. I'm pulling it up right now. Wish list. The number one thing on my wish list, the top thing, is a ring light. Uh, and then the number two thing is a uh, lawn, is a um, uh, sort of kaiju-type monster eating lawn gnomes for your lawn. Mm. So it's a kaiju lawn gnome to mm. eat lawn gnomes. Um, and then just Pokemon cards, comic books, mm. some Funko Pops, mm. cookbook, stuff like that. Mm. All right, all right. He's always interested. Rich's birthday is right around the corner in three months. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's one of these bir- days, my birthday is the next. Is the second birthday after is the second birthday coming up because matt's birthday is coming up first yeah so you send me all your kaiju gnomes before rich and then it'll be yeah, now then i'll rub it in his face uh, and it'll uh, feel uh, bad uh. <laughs> yeah i'll be like Matt, rich, look, drop, what, look what i got not rich <laughs> we'll just we'll drop our amazon wishlist links uh in the description below okay. if you want to buy us anything yeah yeah as, as listeners like buy us presents please <laughs> please uh, all right sean what's next uh, the final question. Uh, the final question is: Do you believe in aliens? And then, are there here? Uh, <laughs> one yes, two no. Same. Yeah. There's no way. Agreed. To. Yeah. But it, it, there's, there's. I mean, them being here dis, 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 essentially implies a certain amount of importance that I don't think we register on a galactic level in any way, shape, or form. I mean, I I entertain the possibility that they have flown by and some of these UFO sightings may potentially be real, but I don't entertain the possibility that they are actually on the planet with us right now because I, I don't remember who said it, but it, uh, there, there was someone who, who quoted that if there's intelligent life out there and they're intelligent enough to get here, they're just going to conquer us. They're not going to coexist. And, and I believe that. Like, they would come to this planet, see how maybe terrible humans are, and just conquer the planet. Uh, I mean, that depends if they're as imperialistic as humans are they might just be curious i mean they'd just be interested in doing sure. it now I, i'm saying that they are not on the planet for uh, a different reason which is look man i know i know that humans are pretty dumb on an average we're not that stupid <laughs> like the the smartest people on the planet whose job it is to you know figure out human dna read the inside of humans bodies they're not that stupid or, or the, the, the living organisms or whatever, like the, the aliens are, are living among us, we would have figured it out by now. Somebody would have found it. It would have been in the file. And even though I know that uh, President Donnie, well, President Deals was uh, saying that he was going to unveil the UFO file or something like that before he left office, it would have gotten out by now. It would have happened if, if, there were, if there were aliens living among us. So, no, I, I, I do not think that they are here. Uh, as, as Tim said, it describes an importance to us that might not, that simply might not happen or might not be the case. Uh, but yeah, I think they're out there. I mean, there's, it's, it's in, in infinite, infinite space, infinite, you know, space in all directions. At some point, you're going to bump into somebody else who knows, you know, what they're doing. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. How about you, Sean? I I agree wholeheartedly with everything that was said. Yes, <laughs> they exist. No, they're not here. No, they're not. Mm-hmm. They're simply not. They would have revealed themselves at some point. They, they, they involve a recon mission, the likes of which I, I don't think anybody is capable of at this point. It's just to, to learn how humans interact in such a way that they can just hide among us. No, I don't think so. No. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, all right. Any not other? sorry. Sorry, but not sorry to all you alien lovers out there. Uh, that was all the questions, correct? Yeah, yep. I think so. Yep, that was all, all right. of them. All right. Then who, does anyone have a closing thought or a take? It's nice not to have you back, Matt, taking over the hosting duties again. <laughs> it's good to be back, guys. We we did a wonderful job <laughs> with help. <laughs> it's really my fault. I've never written a script for any of this other stuff. It's just I've said it 6,000 times, so I'm just like, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's yeah, it's, it was ridiculous to expect that that uh, you're going to just step right in, but you guys did a good job. Like, it, it would be, you guys fundamentally have not done reading all this other stuff that we do at the beginning and the end of the show. It'd be ridiculous to just be like, yeah, I know right off the bat, especially because we make a point on this show of not listening to each other. So it'd be very <laughs> difficult for any of us to, to really know. Like if, if, if Sean was doing it every single week, there's no chance I would know. Zero chance. <laughs> what? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. Tim. Yeah. Sorry. We just I've, voted you I, off the I, show. I, it's you're, you're, you're right though, Matt. Like I, I can, spout off like all the stuff i do for stream when i sign off and whatnot but it's the hardest thing for me when hosting and signing off for bonus action just because it's still new to me and i'm just like i don't know what i'm doing but we've gotten better as time has gone on because i'm i'm getting there i'm starting to know what we need to talk about but i also keep getting notes to add more Hmm. and I, i just give up now well, people want to see any more of your bonus action takes on Twitter, where can they find you? Oh, well, that's at, at one underscore quest on Twitter, but you can follow me at B underscore one. On Thank Twitter. you for adhering to the bit, Rich. Uh, Tim, <laughs> where can people find you on Twitter? At, at Tim R. Hansen. How about you, Sean? At Hey, it's SOB. And you can follow me on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast is on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast. It's on Facebook at Brose podcast. And it's on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. You can listen to our show anywhere refined podcasts are bought and sold. Uh, and if you have a question you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions. To Shannon Vogel for designing our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or on Etsy.com. Huge thanks to Tess Riley for editing our show. And, of course, our theme music, uh, which is the song When, written by the great Stephen Siebert. You can listen to Stephen's work at the Free Music Archive. All right, it's time for some plugs, everybody. Rich, you already touched on bonus action. Uh, give, give us your whole uh, streaming and, and podcasting spiel. Twitch.tv slash B underscore Walnuts for video game streaming, variety streaming, and shenanigans Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday from generally 6 or 7 to 10 o'clock at night. Uh, also, check out uh, Facebook.com slash OneQuestOnline uh, for um, two podcasts, specifically uh, Bonus Action Tabletop Podcast for me and Sean and a bunch of friends play D&D, and Bonus Action, or no, I already said that, PodQuest the weekly nerdy roundtable where we talk about nerdy hot topics of that week and 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 junk and junk and Sean mm-hmm. and after the after the junk and after the uh, after the the, the the tabletop uh, shows that you do you also throw some frisbees online yeah I do at Ob Discoff everywhere except Instagram where it is Ob underscore Discoff. I co-host the Taste Fakers music podcast, Taste Fakers, with my brother Alex Casnell. Um, we're in the process of recording uh, and, and researching season two of Taste Fakers. But in the meantime, while we're waiting on that, you can listen to season one, the first eight episodes of Taste Fakers, where we take two seemingly unrelated albums from pop music history, find a way to link them together. If you ever wanted to see what the the, the secret connections or the, sort of the ways that we can find com- to, ways to compare and contrast albums by system of a down and run the jewels or george jones and craig finn or how about tom waits and thrice 
Uh, you can check out the Taste Fakers podcast, uh, which is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. All right, guys, that's everything. We did it. Say goodbye Yay. to the gentle listeners. Bye. Bye. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moves team. Moves. Moves. My name is Matt Kez. Now reminding you all to be smart about being stupid.